and welcome everyone to episode 105 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? I'm doing pretty good. I'm, of course, uh, Brandon Bovia, letterer of manga like uh, Dragon Ball Super and uh, Kaiju number 8. Uh, speaking of Dragon Ball, <laughs> completely <laughs> off topic, but over, over on Good Vibes Gaming, um, I was uh, I, I talked with Brandon Miracle um, about potential ro- the roster for Sparking Zero. <laughs> I I watched that and it was it was chaotic. It was it, a lot it was, of fun. It was extremely chaotic because you completely poisoned the Dragon Ball super well. <laughs> yes, I did, and I, all the comments were mad, and I I do not regret it. <laughs> I mean, I, at first I was like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense to put manga in there. But then you start looking like, oh, man, this roster fills up quick when you start thinking about the forms. Yeah, that's what because the, like the other half of the video was like we're doing like, oh, yeah, it's like Dragon Ball and Saiyan Saga. And there's like way more wiggle room. <laughs> but we very quickly realized in the super section, we're like, oh, wait, we ran out of out of space. <laughs> the tournament of power alone would fill up the that roster. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, yeah, yeah, that's. That's a tough one, especially with hey, the way you guys don't did come it. at but me made, for my Dragon Ball takes. But hey, it, it made it entertaining. I'll say that. Yeah, it was that was the whole. It was fun, and that that's that's we were just goofing off. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, check that out if you have have not, uh, because we got you know the Sparking Zero predictions, and uh, otherwise we've got some One Piece to talk about because, um, Brandon. You know, I, I might be wrong here, but I think we're becoming thriller bark de- uh, defenders. Yeah. Well, okay. So <laughs> this this set of chapters in particular, Oda is like, he is zeroing in on like my my robot anime brain rot, uh, uh-huh. just with like multiple references, <laughs> which is like, okay, you won me over. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. There's some things he does here that are a lot of fun, and <laughs> it's it's like. Does does he fumble this in the end somehow? Like, am I missing something? Or what I suspect is that because I read it chapter to chapter and it was my first arc after reading chapter to chapter, after the insanity that was Enos Lobby, it was it felt it felt like too much of a come down. I was like, eh, it's not hooking me as much. Yeah, and I, I think that sort of speaks to the the brilliance of this format and really just kind of like the. I, I think what gets at like the maybe kind of the ethos or the grander plan or in terms of One Piece, where it really is just like, you know, you, you, you take your time with it. You know, mm-hmm. you appreciate it for the little moments. And uh, I, I think when you're you're not just trying to like speed through it just to get to the next really cool thing. And, you, you know, you can you can appreciate everything for what it is uh, in the moment. Yeah, I've definitely felt that here because really the only complaints we've had is the overt perversion that's really it like the uh, like the pacing the structure the the action the comedy uh, other than that it's fantastic yeah it's i really like the last thing for me really is seeing how it all wraps up i i remember it feeling like it took too long but i think reading it in five chapter chunks you know it's hard to feel like you know with how little of the arc that we have left it's hard to feel like it'll drag yeah i i think i do think the the major thing you could argue is that they fight or or is too long but i also wonder if that's also like oda finds a way to make that not be as big of a deal and we'll get it we'll get yeah. into that and well as of as, as it is right now the boar's fight is incredibly fun it's 
it's all, it, it's one of maybe one of my new favorites so far. Nice. Well, let's get into it with chapter 471, My Friend. And this is a cool two-page spread. Just all yeah. of them underwater riding fish. It's I love that Zoro's drinking underwater. It's <laughs> <laughs> taking a swig. Yeah. There's something serene about it and I, Yeah, I this is another one I'd really want to see in color. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get into it. And Oris is basically like, all right, all I have to get find are the, the straw hat guy I just saw, this orange lady, and the cool-looking hero, which, okay, Oris has taste, at least. He does. He has good taste. <laughs> I love how he's taking out Usopp but doesn't realize it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think about that. <laughs> oh, so he's like, all right, where'd they go? And... Instead, we move over to Perona, who has finally woken up thanks to her zombies, and she's still freaking out about not, you know, not the hammer, not the roaches. And they're like, "What happened? Are you are you hallucinating? What's what's going on here?" Yeah, I love that she kind of has to get caught up on things a little bit. Where her, her zombies are, like, all the zombie generals were annihilated by. Or- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And this is unique, too, because usually when you take out an enemy with One Piece. uh, Oh, yeah, they're done. They're done. You don't see them anymore. But she actually wakes up because, well, all she I guess all she did was just go into shock because of fright. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that was for all intents and purposes, you know, that that was Usopp winning the fight. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I do think it is interesting. I feel like we ha- we haven't really seen this in terms of kind of the arc villains of you know, like oh you know yeah she's back up and I love yeah. it again like first thing she sees when she wakes up is just Orz's fist just <laughs> and <laughs> punching through the building. I I love all the expressions she gets to have. I Oda definitely takes yeah. the opportunity to go way more over the top with Perona. <laughs> yeah, God, no, I'm just <laughs> reminding me why she's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, she's she's extremely progr- uh, not progressive, but emotive. <laughs> yeah, and, and um, the the fact that again, because because like you very clearly see like oh, Orz is running around like I got to get out of Dodge. <laughs> you know, she's <laughs> I have no loyalty. Uh, I'm gonna get out. You know, take the treasure, take the ship. We're out. <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> and then we get to the wedding hall where Nami finally wakes up to the most horrifying sight where yeah. it's it's freaking Absalom trying to kiss her. Yeah. Oh, I do want to point out one quick thing before we fully transition to the next scene of uh, oh, sure, one of the sure. zombies mentioning that uh, Hogback was crushed by Ors. Yes, <laughs> we yes. Were, we were like, wait, is he dead? Is he alive? Okay, he's, it seems like he's toast. <laughs> he's, he's at least seems to be dead right now. So, But yeah. who knows with One Piece? We thought Pell was That's dead. That's true. That's true. Uh, I will interpret that as dead until proven uh, not dead. Yeah. <laughs> until yeah. we see a, a body or a confirmation. But yeah, poor poor Nami has to wake up and dodge all of Fr- uh, Absalom's kisses. Yeah, I was I was about to be really mad and really uncomfortable. And then thank God for MVP uh, Lola. Lola. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> freaking <laughs> two sword style coming, coming out from under like from the ground <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Splitting the two of them up. How dare you, Namazo, you backstabber. You, you you thought you could get the jump uh, jump on me? <laughs> it's like, I, didn't, yeah. I was unconscious. I don't even know what's going on. Why am I in just such, such a beautiful dress? <laughs> He's like, oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Man, Lola makes everything better. She really does. I love, like, because this whole sequence is just, you think that, like, oh, yeah, she's pissed. And, you know, she's here to fight Nami or Namizo and Absalom. But then, like, Nami kind of quickly realizes, like, that she's missing on purpose uh, when she takes swings at her. Yeah, I, I also like the explanations. Like, no, no, she's she's a man. She's really a man. He's, he, like, thinks back. He's like, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absalom's like, but I saw her naked. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know? that is, that is the, like, that the made me one good joke to come out of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> sort of the confusion of it all. Even Nami is sort of like, oh, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> And then we get, yeah, get the uh, confirmation that I came to help you, my friend. And then, hey, now that you understand all that, uh, your bride's right here. Let's kiss. (laughs) And (laughs) turns it around on him. And... Yeah, poor poor Lola gets blasted by the bazooka. Yeah. Friggin' Absalom taking her down. Which, I love this. Nami sees this, stops dead in her tracks... And just just gets the most serious look on her face while she charges. That that face when she's thinking about Lola saying, "I came here to help you, my friend," and just oh man, it got she got her you know thunder charge ready. It's like ooh, this is that's a good look. And this honestly, it, it Lola kind of reminds me of Bon Clay. Yes, yeah. Even even among antagonists and villains, you know, like there's still they still have, and yeah, of course, you know, Lola's well, not really like a you know a villain villain, but the, the sort of like. People who have like morals, I guess it's standards like, hey, you're my friend. I came here to help you. And, you know, like that's I feel like a really a running theme. You know, it, it really kind of doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. Absalom doesn't even try to take it. He's just still like, oh, she's coming into my arms because he's an idiot. And she uses her thunder charge swing arm, electrifies him. And she's like, hey, I know it's not effective, but I still had to. And then he collapses. <laughs> he goes down. Yeah. Uh, and then I like that the. um. What do you call that guy? Uh, the, the zombie, priest zombie. Um, <laughs> priest zombie, yeah. Where it's like, okay, he was weakened from his fight with Sanji. Which <laughs> is surprising because he doesn't look it. He doesn't look like he was really tired at all. Yeah, he, uh, he seemed like fight. he'd taken, like we've seen him take a lot of hits. But because he got back up, it didn't seem like he was that done. But yeah. it was just the thunder charge was enough. <laughs> and I know, obviously, we, we've been super critical about, like, Nami's role in all this and just Absalom in general and Sanji being Sanji. I do like how this resolves. And I, yes. I would I would wager to say I like it a lot and I wish it was more than a chapter. I think I think this could have been two. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I, I love the role that Lola plays here and, you know, how they kind of, you know, they end up working together and kind of indirectly working together with Sanji to take down Absalom. And so it, it feels really satisfying, especially just Nami having her agency taken away and just, you know, being creeped on by Absalom this whole arc. Like, that finisher is great. Yeah. But it just, my own my only real critique is I feel like it could have had a little more time. A little bit, but it also doesn't yeah. waste too much time. Like, I think giving Nami a full fight against Absalom, I think, makes sense. I think it makes sense to end it more in a gag way because... She would struggle to hold up against like a man that has bazookas on his wrist and yeah, six hundred pounds and all that. It's 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 definitely a tricky thing. But her teaming up more with Lola and them working together, I think that would have been cool rather than the distraction technique. Yeah, I guess it's just that like 
there I, i'm envisioning a version of this encounter where like lola is sort of the chaotic element for just a little while longer and and then maybe nami slowly realizes like oh she's actually on my side here yeah uh, it just it, it's it, it, it's like i don't know like six pages basically <laughs> yeah not a whole lot but you know i like that lola's okay and lola says yeah i i knew you were not, not a yeah, I knew you weren't a man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their their friendship is is really cute and wholesome. Yeah, I, I I love it. And I love how Nami immediately points out, "Hey, he's helpless right now." <laughs> She's like, yeah. immediately <laughs> go get him. Opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Meanwhile, Oris is just poking holes in the castle with his fingers, like which is hilarious. <laughs> he's he's like upside down looking through. <laughs> And mean and meanwhile, all the like we see hear all these conversations. At first, I thought it was oars. I'm like, no, no, this is somebody else. And we start seeing the crew come together, being like, all right, yeah, Luffy shadows inside you, but you better not underestimate the true power of your own crew. And we see all six of the crew that we thought taken out standing up and ready to take on oars. I'm like, oh, that's what a badass. what a badass spread. It's so good. All of them looking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, 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 I'm. We'll get into it, but this this section with all of them fighting oars is fantastic. Yeah, and all, you're just seeing the crew all get to work together and shine. So I'm, I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. Same, 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 same. Uh, we have an SBS, and honestly, the only SBS here kind of spoils things for later on. <laughs> if you're reading it only volume by volume rather than chapter by chapter. Because, you know, the volumes oh, yeah, come out yeah. later than the chapters. But they're like, yeah, yeah. In, in chapter 475, Robin says, are you okay, Nami? And it's like, oh, she always called her navigator before this. And like, and Oda's like, aha, I'm glad somebody noticed this. But yes, after the events of Enos Lobby, Robin is starting to open up and will actually start calling everybody by their names. Yeah. Which is just, I don't think we ever pointed that out on the show. Did we? I don't or, remember. Or, I don't yeah, think I don't we remember did. if we ever talked about that. At, no. But that, that is something that I, I was kind of aware of in the back of my head. Um, so I'm glad that Oda pointed it out here. It, it is just that, that's some really nice character development for Robin. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And a really nice way to show that she's become closer. Yeah. Because she doesn't heads. get, you know, she's usually pretty stoic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Chapter 472 down. And oh, my God, we're back to we're back to Aneru. And I've lost my you want mind more lore. I saw this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's the connection. <laughs> The Moon City Bilka, they fled to the Blue Planet in search of resources. And, hmm, a lot of, like, sort of dragonish uh, iconography on them. And, hmm, they have wings. What the hell? Uh, not only do they have wings, um, they all kind of have different styles of wings, which... <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later. I don't even know if I noticed that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, because one of them has, like, the little, almost, like like Conus's hairstyle almost with like the little ball things on the, on her head. On their yeah, head. that is, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So I really think, you know, this is obviously like the, the Skypeans and the, um, the Shandians. Mm-hmm. And then as for the third one, well, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, the Skypeans are the ones with the Conus hairstyle. The, the Shandians are the one right behind that one. And then some third one. Yep. With thicker wings that point downwards. So, Gosh, I didn't even consider that. The name Bilka had come up before, right? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I I can't remember. I'd look it up, but I don't want to spoil myself in case it, it comes back later, you know? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I, I just Googled it real quick. That is where Inaru was from. It is a sky island. Oh. Uh, a sky island named Bilka. Uh, but apparently it was also a, the name of a moon city. So oh make of God. that what you will. <laughs> wow. And yet Inaru does not have the wings. Although, maybe he ripped them off and put in that drum thing. Yeah, I I, I still don't know what that's about. <laughs> that's more just like that's just a more of a mark of a Japanese thunder god. Yeah, that's the crazy thing about this is that like there's stuff here that won't really get like extrapolated upon for hundreds of chapters, and then there's also things just like oh yeah, like why is Enaru like that? I I don't know <laughs> why. Why is there a moon city that has the same name as one of the Skypean cities? So it's just like, clearly people came from the moon in search of uh, resources. I, I guess so. Yeah, no, there's there's a lot of other theories I have about this, but we'll... We'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to them as we, uh, yeah. I guess, get to those chapters. Cause Man, this cover story is bonkers. I, it's, it's been so bonkers wild. the entire time. I don't yeah. know if it's one of my yeah. favorites, but it's like because it's always it's all, just constantly been like, where is this going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it really feels fascinating. like it, it has a lot of like I don't understand how this is ties into the bigger picture, and then you get to this and you're like, this is one part of the bigger picture, but there's still a whole lot about this cover story stuff, like the deal with the space pirates or whatever, and and all the little all, all of the little automatons. I just I got nothing. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> oh. so, that's that's Oda for you, you know. Yep. Answering a question with more questions. Ain't that the truth? Either way, we uh, get back into the chapter and uh, get the perspective the other way as Ors jumps down to confront them, and is, here's just the giant body of Ors in front of everybody, and it's just like I, another really cool spread. <laughs> yeah. All the while, Zora's just like, "Hey, how about we throw him around for a change?" <laughs> like, like, what if we hit him really hard? <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? But, uh, you know, it's like, hey, keep in mind, he, he, he's big and he can still move like Luffy. So it won't be easy. And there's just like, eh, he has to have some kind of weak point. We can we can do this. Well, we can. I love that Robin's little. like, I don't want to see someone like him become the Pirate King. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Usopp is just like, I am so scared right now. <laughs> yeah, everybody kind of everybody's kind of in it. They're all in the moment. Like, oh, you know, there's got to be some way we can take him down. Like, we got to we got to be careful. <laughs> and there's Usopp. I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they're immediately thrown off is like, all right, uh, the gum gum butt stop. It's like, Luffy doesn't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. I love that we, we've slowly gone from him trying to do Luffy's attacks to him making up new attacks. <laughs> but still sticking with gum gum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Time. So this. <laughs> 
Uh, but there's only one way to combat this, as Frankie realizes. Uh, you have to combine our powers, so we're going with Tactics 15. <laughs> Zoro, Sanji, stand by. And he jumps on top of them. He just like puts his feet right there. And then so Chopper climbs on top of his head. And, and I can't even talk. Usopp becomes one of his arms and just makes sort of like a hook. And he's like, all right, giant robot warrior, big emperor. And they've, Chopper. They've made the Megazord. <laughs> made the Megazord. And Chopper's like, wait, the left arm hasn't docked yet. Robin, get over here and be the left arm. Just copy me. <laughs> And then she just says, I find it embarrassing as a human being. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the, the stark expression. I What I love about this in particular, th- this is one of my favorite gags in this arc. I, I forgot it was coming. But having now like reread you know, the, the whole arc up to this point, there is so much that Robin is re- willing to roll with. Like, she is... <laughs> She is like just kind of oh oh that's cute this is this will be fun she is just down for whatever and then she sees them do this and this is what gets her to say absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that but you're right yeah but she's like yeah that'll be fun she's kind of go okay we go with Luffy shenanigans but this yeah exactly no. <laughs> yeah we we have learned that Robin has a limit <laughs> and I think that the prospect of that is what broke me <laughs> <laughs> and I love that Oars is like. Oh, you're not going to do it? Hey, Doc. Yeah. He just, <laughs> he just smacks them all away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it's... that, um, like, like Zoro kind of comes to in, comes to his own senses where he's like, that was embarrassing. Like, <laughs> uh, I'll just forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that him and Sanji didn't understand what they were actually in for. It's just the other three yeah. that came up with it. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, and just Frankie calls out, it's only you were with us, Robin. We could have become the robot warrior, big emperor, betrayed by one of her own. Luffy would have done it. Then this brilliant out of context line. Don't you ever yep. ask me to dock with you, with me again. And it, God, it's just a, that deadpan humor. <laughs> it's just, it kills me. It's just I, the expression, the, just the straightforward, don't ever ask me to dock with you ever again. It's like, <laughs> it, it, it's like. Robin's like a mom who's just completely fine with like her kids goofing around, but you know the the second they want her to get in on it, she's just like, no, don't don't no, ever ask no, me again. Don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> don't. No, Thankfully, don't though, this. the the rest of the the rest of this fight has a lot of really fun combo moves. Once we get past the giant combining robot, <laughs> yeah, freaking Zoro just impales that that, that column that uh, Frankie was using for his nunchucks. And basically, they're they're all working together. Where Sanji distracts with a rock, uh, Zoro grabs the column. Robin's ready to throw him off guard and put a submission hold on to him. Usopp's using oil to trip him up, and they all it just it's just a cool move where they just work together and are able to actually hold him. And I love Frankie building once again <laughs> this haphazard skywalk to get up there so that him, him and Chopper could punch him at the same time. Yeah, Frankie's out here playing Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, and then Sanji finally is able to be the one to take him down with the bad manners kick course on the, the very tippy toes that just barely hanging in there to keep him from toppling over. And they do it where they flip him Which entirely. Is, this whole, That whole sequence was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you really, you really don't get to see them just like play off of each other like that. No, and it's like they obviously didn't do much damage, but 
They turned they, him upside down. <laughs> they, it's, a, it's, a, it's a success, and it's freaking out the other zombies. It's like, wait a second. Even an army of thousands couldn't do that. What is with these people? Yeah, I, I like that the, the zombies at this point are kind of the peanut gallery. <laughs> <laughs> they can't do anything. Yeah, they're all just watching. <laughs> uh, but we go back to Nami, and Lola's just like, hey, worry about yourself and run. I'll tell you what's going on in this island. Here's what's basically everything you missed. Yeah, and I love that she's kissing Absalom, uh, presumably during this whole, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this she's whole just exposition dump. Him. It's so good. <laughs> But of course, Nami's not heading back immediately. She knows what the treasure chamber is now. So she's going to go grab it. And instead, it's completely empty. And yeah, Perona's already gotten away. They're loading up the Sunny with all the food and treasure that they can hold. And it's like, yeah, I only joined Moria for the fun. Uh, if my life's in danger, I'm not sticking around. Bye. Yeah, no. <laughs> I love no loyalty. None whatsoever. No, not at all. But as they're loading up, all of a sudden we see Kuma. <laughs> That's all he can yes. do. It. Yeah, here he is. Uh, the guy who was with uh, with Doflamingo. Um, that was that was during Jaya. Yes, I believe it yeah, was. Yeah, where, they, where they, went, they went to go see the um, the elders. Yes, Mary Joa. It, so it's been what nearly two hundred chapters because this was post Alabasta. Yes. So yeah, about two hundred yeah, chapters that was... since we last saw Kuma. Literally that one that one guy who was in that one scene with that one character. And I, I don't even think we I don't think we've seen Doflamingo since that scene either. Yeah, the last time we saw him was when he was uh doling out punishment to um Bellamy. Oh, Bellamy. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But that was not Got that it. far off. Not, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, Things are going from bad to worse. Yeah, congrats on character design, though, because, yeah, it's 200 chapters. And even then, I remember as a kid, like when I was watching this fresh, seeing Kuma be like, oh, it's him. <laughs> oh, crap. Oh, yeah, yeah. A second warlord is now on the island. Oh, that's bad. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it, he's got a very memorable design. <laughs> yes. Yes, he does. Do you have another SPS, though? And two really good ones. One yeah. is, what would have happened if Khalifa had actually eaten the giraffe uh, fruit and we Oda, I like that Oda went all out it wasn't just a sketchy thing like no here is her design as a giraffe woman it's horrifying and hilarious yes yes it is but I can also see I can also see somebody being like you know <laughs> I don't I don't need to see sexy fan art of this design on somebody's patreon if I see that I'm I'm reporting y'all <laughs> Oh, gosh. But then there's just, again, amazing observations from the, the readers where yeah, they're this like kind of blew my mind a bit. <laughs> hey, in the flashback with Perona, uh, is the, the, the teddy bear that she's holding actually Kumasi? And then also it's like, hey, is that hippo gallant underling of hers? Uh, isn't that based on Wapples Munch Munch factory hippo design? And it's like, I did not think about those at all. Didn't even well, cross my mind. I generally don't think about Wapol in my day-to-day -day life, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... That's my excuse for not putting two and two together there, but, I mean, for, for all you Wapol stands out there, I'm sure you're just waiting for that part to get uh, come back into the story. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, lovely. But, yeah, we find out that this actually ties into her character, like, it's part of her character that just doesn't get expanded upon. She likes to have Hogback create zombies that look like her favorite stuffed animals, so she basically had these stuffed animals and toys and be like, yeah, make it look, look like this. That's good character writing with uh, like just very subtle character writing. Just a 
kind yeah. of informs them a little bit. And I, I do like that Otis a little he's a little wishy-washy with it, where it's like it's entirely possible that uh, it's the same stuffed animal from uh, that Wapple had. Yeah, it's it's so cool. Like, I, I, who would have thought? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah, okay, and that's that's the kind of stuff I love about the, the world of One Piece. Has so many weird and wild connections like that. Mm-hmm. All right, chapter four hundred and seventy-three. Warlord Bartholomew Kuma appears. <laughs> oh boy! And and Neru, meanwhile, is like, all right, he's back on the surface, and this is when he realizes, like. Oh, I have a bunch of loyal servants and the endless Varse now. Like these, all these, as you said, automatons look up to him. And like, oh boy, he has an army, doesn't he? <laughs> he won. Yeah, I was gonna say, I would be a little worried. You know, you know what happened the last time he had an army, but um, I guess those were sentient human beings. Um, but now he's got an he's got an army of robots on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Which is just, I can't say I, I saw that. That this is where this is going. That's for sure. I can I can say with certainty this has not happened yet, but you know that this is going to come back in some way. <laughs> and Nehru and out I, of nowhere would be out of this world. Like what the I'm hell? I'm waiting for it. Yeah, it's it's. There's only so much One Piece left. You know, we're 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 in the final saga. Who knows what could happen? I'm just waiting for all of this crazy stuff to happen, and then suddenly, you know, I'm back <laughs> <laughs> with an with an army of robots. You know, who knows what he's been who's what he's been up to up there? Yeah. I, I have no clue. But uh, we start off the chapter with Nami dispatching the Risky Brothers. Yep. <laughs> and learning what where Perona is, where the treasure is, and the fact that they're trying to steal the Sunny. And she's like, okay, I got to... Now, now I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah, I got I to gotta take care of this. And I love this sequence where she's like, wow, what's with this bridge? And why is it so narrow? And it's so well made. And then she looks over and sees Or is like, I didn't see anything. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I love that face of her looking over. She's... Mm. <laughs> that nope. subtle look is like oh that's good yeah that was just, i got you, you got better things to do nami <laughs> <laughs> but yeah or might have been flipped over but he's he's a little upset he's like all right i'm gonna pulverize you for this and he tries to get up and he realizes oh i'm stuck my horns went straight into the ground <laughs> and again yeah <laughs> good looks i mean i love all of those shots of the crew just the just Covered in shadow, they're all they're all ready to go. <laughs> Freaking Zora's licking his blade. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and just that, that that like that no eyed look from Robin is so horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I, I that's a thing. These chapters are so freaking funny. It's like we were talking about how the humor early on was kind of very hit or miss. I feel yeah. like mostly humor here is just hit. It hits. It's great. I was I was dying reading yeah. this set of chapters. It's hilarious. <laughs> but they uh, they pound on him a bit before he finally frees frees himself, and they have to run away. Oh, beating up a defenseless zombie. It's just not cool. <laughs> yeah, not not cool, man. But hey, look over there. There's tons of meat. And gets, <laughs> I love that excited look on his face. And that's when they take the opportunity to smack him in the back of the knees and bring him down oh. once again. <laughs> You know, he might be a zombie. He might be like a, a just a giant horrifying monster, but he's still got knees, which means he'll still go down. It's here we get a bit of a divide where most mm-hmm. of the crew is thinking, "All right, we just gotta bide our time until Strawhide beats up Moria. We're we're good to go. We don't need to worry about that." And Zora's like, "No, nah, we're he's beating this guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna bend one bit, even if a dinosaur steps on it." Uh, so I, you know, this is the perfect opportunity to test out my new shoe, shoe sweet sword. Yep. 
And it's like, respect. He's like, yeah, I'm not waiting for Luffy. <laughs> I'm doing this. Yeah. I do like that there's actually a little bit more logic to this that we'll get to later, but it, it makes complete sense. Like, like, no, Zoro is like, he's he's here for a fight. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we, we go back to Nami facing off against Perona. Uh, it's like, all right, no, where are you going with my treasure and the Sunny? And Perona's just like, oh, it's just the pirate woman. I, you know, I'd be worried if it was the uh, the long nose. But yeah, I got a you. Funny thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Usopp, I'd be worried if it were him. But. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, but it looks like she's getting ready to fight Nami when all of a sudden uh, Nami's like, who's that? And she looked and Perona looks behind and is like, wait, who are you? What are you all about? Kuma's massive. <laughs> I feel like we need to. <laughs> yeah. He maybe start huge. with that. <laughs> yeah. I actually I forgot how huge he is. <laughs> yeah. Like, my God. Perona go like goes up to I mean goes up to his knees. I mean Kuma's more he's more body than leg, but still. Yeah. There's there's a later shot in this set where I, I like how the how Moria and Kuma are kind of the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she immediately recognized him. Oh, he's one of the other warlords. Uh the atrocities he committed as a pirate are beyond the pale. And they're like yeah. well, oh, oh no. <laughs> I love I love this little bit of uh, foreshadowing here where um, you know, the zombies are just like, we don't know. You're like, uh, some of our brothers were erased without a trace. <laughs> There's something not normal about him. Yeah. And uh, he's just asking, hey, you work for Moria? No, I got nothing to do with Moria anymore. I was about to leave. Like, nope, nope. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, if you were to go on a vacation, where would you go? And he's like, oh, he's making chit chat. What making, the heck? Yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> And she's just like, oh, if I wanted, if I, if I could, I'd go to a dark, damp, ancient, and haunted castle where I can sing songs of curses. And she's like, hey, <laughs> no, she answered it legitimately. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh wait, I, I, I shouldn't be doing this. Like, I can, I can beat anyone. I can, you know, I can take you. We'll, we'll get your shadow for Moria as a parting gift. So she uses her negative ghost and the special hollow in order to take him out, and she's gone. Just, just a little poof sound effect. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's not even a thing. It's just glove off, poof, nothing. Like, it's like, yeah. snap. Yeah, and she's just gone. Uh, <laughs> and as far as far as I know, like, that that's it. <laughs> yeah, she's by Perona. <laughs> yeah, okay, there we go. <laughs> just... <laughs> I'm, I, I would guess that a... Uh... <laughs> Hello, future title uh, title story. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Because yeah, I don't um, think she's dead because, you know, she specifically asked for a vacation. I, I remember specifically where she is. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You don't get the um, sense. I don't get the sense she's dead. Just like, what the hell did he just do? Yeah. And well, then to go from that to seeing Perona just, you know, Thanos snapped and then he turns to Nami and he's just like, oh, you must be a member of the Straw Hats. Just like, and then he's oh, immediately oh. next to her. Yeah. What what is this guy? <laughs> and what's weird is that he all he asks is like, is it true that Monkey D Luffy has an older brother? And Nami's like, Yeah, you're ace, right? Um, it's like, oh, so it's true. And and he's just like, What do you want? And he's like, eh, what I want is none of your concern. And yeah, then he's which is gone. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh, Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Like straight up terrifying. I, I, I gotta say, I was not threatened by Moria that much. Kuma, I am terrified of. Cause it, it's just like, he's just a man of like such few words, but he's just also just like a towering giant and can just 
make you disappear. <laughs> yeah. It was right. just kind of the perfect kind of proper introduction to this character. Mm-hmm. We saw him 200 chapters ago. Now he's back. Uh, now, you know, we've got two warlords on the scene and just like, well, here's the worst thing that could have possibly happened. <laughs> yeah. Just this giant man carrying a Bible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but we end off with Luffy finally catching Moria. Sha- Mario, Moria's shadow, I mean. <laughs> yeah, and of course. Uh, and I like that, you know, we got that nice little reminder that Dawn's coming and there's kind of a... We got a little bit of a ticking time bomb in the situation, which I feel like we haven't acknowledged in a while. No, we have not. It, it's time, time is certainly running out. Well, let's go ahead and get our SBS as well, because, you know, it's still going on. And a little, little bit of a question about the man who smacked Buggy and Shanks for fighting, because they're on gold Roger's ship. So he's not, mm. you know, this isn't actually, you know, an older Roger, is it? And I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. That, this is the first mate. And in fact, at the time I already decided on, uh, decided that they are, were part of Roger's crew. So I made sure to let the anime staff members make sure they didn't call him captain. That's awesome. <laughs> like just to show, cause that's, that was like, what? Volume two, volume three. <laughs> Yeah, volume three. And so I'm trying to remember, when did we get that reveal um, that Shanks was uh, on Roger's ship? Because I kind of... Was it was it only at the meeting with Whitebeard? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think it wasn't until Shanks actually met Whitebeard, which wasn't that long ago. Yeah. So like 50 chapters ago. No, good, good job on this person then for extrapolating that of like, oh, here's this... Um, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I feel like I don't remember because God that would have been very very early on in this podcast uh, if I had if I had mentioned or not that there was something about that flashback uh, I that think o- we was... did okay I think yeah, I feel like we did yeah because it is sort of like oh no like this is that's Gold Roger's ship and that's his that's his first mate <laughs> <laughs> and then I like that uh, the other question was, okay, what's up with Ors? Is he just a is he a giant or is he a, is he a warrior of Elboff? What's going on here? And it actually confirmed what I thought. Mm-hmm. Ors is a giant, but he's also like an especially tall person. He's but he's also <laughs> not a warrior of Elboff. So yeah, mm-hmm. he's just really tall for a giant, the same way Kuma is really tall for a human. Yeah. <laughs> I love that that's the explanation and I guessed it. <laughs> yeah, and that not not all uh giants are from Elbaf. Yeah. So, that's that's interesting. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. I was not I was not 100% sure. I I I think I at least in my head, I think I questioned that. I was like, "Wait, what what is Ors?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, good mm. to have confirmation on that that he is a giant. He's just a really huge one. Yep. All right, chapter 474, we have to do it. And yeah, you were right last time. We were near the end of Aneru's story. Full power, the Aneru army stands tall, and he has a <laughs> lot of automatons and entire electric-powered fu- city. It's, this is so funny. I love this. I don't know if I loved all of this cover story, but I love how this resolves. And obviously that that one random bit of lore is just like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it, it's probably the weirdest cover story we've had to date. It is literally out there. <laughs> yeah, you just you don't know where it's going. I couldn't have predicted Aneru getting an automaton army after defeating space pirates as far yeah. part of this whole story. <laughs> I wouldn't call it my favorite, but it, like I said, it is fascinating. 
Yeah, it is. There, there's so much. Again, even even now here in in 2024, there are there are aspects about this that are like we don't know how this will play into the main story yet, which is I love that. That's so that's so <laughs> wild. And who knows? I mean, it could be a thing where Aneru is just training. But the thing is, I don't think matter no matter what he does, I don't think he could ever beat Luffy. Yeah, no, he can't. <laughs> He's just naturally like he'd have to really get just his physical strength up and yeah i don't know if that's so, possible i forget if i'm if this was an sbs we had covered god my memory sucks when it comes to one piece if this was a if this was something that oda had already addressed or if i'm about to spoil a future sbs but i think he said that Inaru's bounty would actually be really high i uh, i think he, was, he mentioned that it would be like 500 million or something like that just massive. yeah 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 it, it would be like because yeah we did see stupidly that high yeah because it is just his devil fruit is just that strong. Yeah. Like he has a higher bounty than Moria, <laughs> but yeah, again, Luffy's <laughs> his natural enemy. So that's how Luffy's not much you can do about that. Him. Nope. Yeah. Not really. We begin with uh, Luffy being abandoned by Moria's shadows. Like, well, he's lost in the woods and Luffy's in trouble. Basically. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. There's a way he's, so he hasn't lost the fight. He just hasn't gotten a chance to do the fight. It, it, speaking of an arrow, it's, Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I feel like that's also very Luffy. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's absolutely Luffy. And I, I like this whole sequence with Zoro as we go back to him, where he's like sort of figuring out Shusui. He's like, okay, compared to the yeah, Yubashiri, it's actually really cool much feeling. heavier. And with this weight, and he's actually able to deflect Orr's punch, <laughs> yeah. then use the 108-pound Phoenix. And he's like, oh, wow, it's huge. Yeah, and it... It looks like Oris dodged it, but it basically put a hole in that whole building. A swirly hole, too. That's what's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like one of the slashes absorbed the other two to make it bigger. So it looks impressive, but it's too big and slow. That's proof I can't fully control it yet. So the power of the technique is stronger, but this sword would be a pain to master. And he's like, ooh, you gave me a great sword, Master Ryuma. I love that he's kind of figuring it out on the fly. <laughs> I, I really like that. I like, I like how he got this upgrade, but it's not like it's immediate like, oh, yeah, I got this fully mastered. It's different, and he has to adjust to yeah, it. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and I, I think the, the idea of, like, Zoro kind of having to use a heavier, slower weapon, uh, I, think, I think that does kind of clash with the style a little bit. Yeah, which it's interesting that he can feel the difference in the weight because he's constantly, like, we've seen him do that weight training. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very curious, but uh, mm -hmm. e either way, nice nice little bits for Zoro there. They're still sort of like, hey, even if you do beat him, only Sh Sh Luffy's shadow will come back. We have no idea where yours and Shanji's are, but if Luffy is able to defeat Moria, everyone's shadows will come back. There's no point in burning yourself out fighting this thing. And, uh, you know, just trusting Luffy is like, hey, I do trust Luffy, but you know his weakness. He always yep. <laughs> falls for tricks. It's like a visible human, ghost human, shadow master, all of them have powers that trick people. Who knows that these guys will even give Luffy a fair fight? And they're like, oh, you're you're right. So yeah. if Luffy screws up, we will we will melt away. So we can't just let this happen. We if we can't even if we can't save save ourselves, we gotta at least make Luffy uh gets his shadow back so he can take care of the rest. I love the way that he frames it too, because it, it does kind of like on the surface sound like, oh, we're doing this because like, oh, Luffy's gonna screw up. Uh, but no, like, we need to take care of Ors so that, like, if none of us survive, at least Luffy does. Yeah. Which and is, that's, that's a crew, baby. Oh, yeah, it is. Like, that, that that's just that that faith. That's that's cool. Yep. Yeah. 
It's kind of it's kind of turning it on its head almost. <laughs> and speaking of turning, it turns out all that uh, that navigating Ors was doing earlier during during his adventure has made things worse because they've left the cloud cover of the Florian Triangle. Yeah. So well, uh, now we're on an even stricter time limit. <laughs> yeah. No now longer, that we don't dawn have the fog really anymore. is a problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I, I, I like that raising of the stakes. Again, the stakes are nowhere near as high as what it was at Enos Lobby. Yeah, but it, it's escalating in a really sort of logical way. Yeah, it, it's sort of that bottle episode way. Well, and yeah. I say, it's weird to say bottle episode when you have Kuma here. And speaking of, we get to see that panel of <laughs> Kuma and Moria facing off with a body. It's I hilarious. Their body yeah. shapes are so different. Oh, it's funny that. They're about the same height, actually. <laughs> Moria's both... kind of a little taller. Yeah, especially if you account for the hair. Uh, but, like, just <laughs> one, I, I guess the, I was like, oh, you know, Kuma kind of has short legs, so it doesn't really count. But his legs are really long compared to Moria's. <laughs> I know. It is, it's, it's a weirdest thing. Both absolute units. <laughs> I like that as Moria sort of disregards him. It's like, eh, you're the only member that uh, this, that uh, actually obeys the government like a dog. They like you a lot, so I don't care what you're, plot, you're plotting. You're kind of giving me the creeps. I got some guests to attend to, and Kuma asks, eh, if you would go on a vacation, where would you want to go? It's like, yeah, I'm not it's, falling for that. Yeah, <laughs> completely no-sells it. <laughs> <laughs> so why are you here? This scene is actually really interesting. I, I love this conversation. It's it's really important because, yeah, following Crocodile's removal from his post as one of the seven warlords, his replacement has been decided. And uh, the successor is Marshall D. Teach, Black. There it is. We had that that whole we, we saw the the conversation where they wanted to convince the elders mm-hmm. uh, to add Blackbeard. I don't remember Again, God. The, the like, reasoning was is that Black. I think the idea was that if Blackbeard was able to capture Luffy, mm-hmm. that would convince them to put him on the to put him on as one of the warlords because well, he beat the man that beat a previous warlord. Makes sense. Yep. However, we can extrapolate from this and the questions about Ace that oh, I don't think Ace won that fight. Yeah. <laughs> no. Mm, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> And Moria's like, all right, let's say, hey, guys, somebody to fill in. Good for them. Oh, I, mi- I missed this part. I was looking for it. Missed it. Um, it's like, I've never heard of this Blackbeard. Oh, he was a former member of the Whitebeard and fled from there and proved his abilities before being appointed. So what's his original bounty? Zero. Yeah. Just <laughs> complete unknown. Yeah. Which is re- I actually didn't realize that, that he kind of came in with no bounty at all. That's how low profile he kept. Yeah, in order to find that that devil fruit that he wanted, that's actually really wild. <laughs> he, like he is, he is planning, and yep. that makes him so dangerous. But it's interesting with like Boris, like oh, there's the balance power ba- power back. Our government should be happy, and you know everything's nice and good, right? It's like no, that's exact opposite. There's one thing that has the uh, world government on edge, and that's the straw hat crew because. Yeah, they took out Enos Lobby, and they're, if they're heading towards Fishman Island from Water 7, there's a high chance they'll find their way here. The government is worried that another one of the seven warlords will be taken out by Straw Hat. And then that, that pisses off Moria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they he's, think I'm, I'm not going up to, the to task. lose? Yeah. 
Yeah, and then hey, you know, Kuma's got to put good points. Like, hey, before Ania's lobby, man, nobody thought Rob Lucci could lose. Yep, it's like no, 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 no. So you, they, they sent you here to help me out because they think two warlords will be able to take him. No, no, they said nothing of me helping you. I only, yeah. <laughs> only to warn you. Kuma's re- really funny. <laughs> <laughs> just, He's just, just so just by how, Yeah, just by so how deadpan he is. He's just, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, nobody said anything about helping you. <laughs> nope. And then it just yeah, this dynamic too. Just I, I love that Moria is like he takes it personally. <laughs> oh yeah, he he feels threatened. He's like, no, no, I got the straw hats. Uh, you know, he's a zombie slave of me. So you know, don't underestimate me. And that's it's kind of lit a fire under him. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, they realize, oh, no, the cloud cover is gone. That's that's not good. Actually, that's a really good point about lighting a thunder, uh, lighting a fire under Moria. Because he, he was this whole arc just like, nah, you do it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was the, the, the master of delegation. And then now, like, no, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My pride has been wounded. Instead, he's somehow able to immediately get inside ores because there's a control panel there or at least a, he's, he's a gundam <laughs> yeah he's, he's a machine getting get the robot moria <laughs> just just hanging out in the in the, the, the more or is his belly button i guess <laughs> yeah I'm, like i said oda's just this is a this is a mecha anime now <laughs> <laughs> uh it's like oh god so luffy was tricked or no he wouldn't even lose <laughs> yeah he's he's not he didn't lose he's just lost <laughs> yeah and I always just like, oh, cool! My stomach's a cockpit. A cockpit. I'm an, I'm a robot. <laughs> yes, that's adorable. But Moria lays it out. All right, I'll give you a chance to fight me. If you win, you can release all the shadows. Come at me all at once. But unless you defeat Ors first, you can't pull me out. This feels like full. Like we're into the final act. Oh yeah, this is definitely yeah. final fight territory. Where it's like, okay, we can't purify Ors unless we beat Moria, and we can't get to Moria without defeating Ors. And Zanji's just like, yeah, it's fine. You know, there's only one target now. We yeah. can do it. <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot more, it's a lot simpler this way. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, Usopp, go to the kitchen. We need a go mountain get some salt. of salt. <laughs> That's when we realize the danger of Moria being in the cockpit because he is way, Ors is a bit more cognizant. I guess is the best way to put it. <laughs> yeah, he's in control. Like, like it was one thing when Ors was just like a big oaf and just kind of you know not really sure what was going on. But now Moria literally has him under his control. So he's, a, I, 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 it's a really smart way I think to kind up of the uh, raise the tension. Yeah, up, up the stakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like <laughs> like Sanji said, he actually has a brain now. <laughs> <laughs> and Usopp lo- apparently almost looks like he got crushed by that giant punch, but no. There was another one that was taken out by Moria initially. Brooke, who's back. I I had forgotten that Brooke wasn't present here. I did too, honestly. I was, I was like, like, oh, oh yeah. Brooke. And he's like, he rescued Usopp and he happened to go. He's like, okay, I thought you needed a lot more salt. So I went and gathered it. So that's, we have the hey, salt that's great. and we have Brooke. Yeah. Now things are moving right along. Yeah. And then the SBS, well, a lot of SBSs this time around. <laughs> spoilers and once again <laughs> yes yeah, spoilers for the a next, movie uh, we haven't gotten to yeah the next movie where it's you know chopper's movie uh the cherry blossom in winter we see that oh frankie's in that movie and here's his yeah. what's that about where he's still in a speedo yeah winter quote unquote <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting 
to say the least. Uh, that that that. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. We'll talk about that. I think I think it'll be more fun if we leave that on the table for now. <laughs> yeah, I can I can confirm though that we we won't get to that until after chapter four ninety. So it gives you an idea of where the chapters were coming out and how far behind so, the volumes were compared to everything else, like the chapters. Yeah, I was gonna say. So the movie, the movie must have like just came out then. Probably. Probably. Yeah, that, that's wild. <laughs> We're already mm. like, all right, time to talk about the movie. And then the other SBS was how basically uh, the people on uh, Whitebeard's crew are all based on actual pirates. Uh, Edward Newgate, Marshall D. Teach, and Commander Thatch. And what I didn't realize uh, was Thatch was just another alias of Blackbeard. Yeah, so I didn't kind know, of fitting didn't that, that he either. killed that yeah. crewmate well, and took, uh, took him. So to be specific, it's not just Blackbeard's crew. Although there there are multiple, like Oda will get into this later. That there are um, a lot of a lot of pirates are in the series are actually you know they're named after real life pirates. But like mm-hmm. they, he sort of split Blackbeard the real life Blackbeard into Blackbeard and Whitebeard. <laughs> yeah, uh, since Edward Newgate is uh, Whitebeard's real name, so the Edward part comes from the real life Blackbeard. But the Teach went to. One Piece Blackbeard. Yeah, and it makes sense <laughs> trying, that trying Blackbeard that be. Confusing. It makes sense that Blackbeard would be such a big issue, uh, in in the in the story when he was such a big uh, pirate. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's get to chapter four hundred and seventy five, Pirates of the Forest. You know what's crazy? Despite this being so action heavy, we've this is like a normal length episode. Usually, these action chapters are. Yeah. Like we get through it pretty quickly, but no, there's still a lot of stuff happening. And I feel like I I alluded to this earlier. I feel like this is around the time where like One Piece chapters start getting really dense. (laughs) Yeah, it is definitely very densely packed. And you know what? That I it makes for entertaining chapters. I'll say that. But we'll we'll see how it continues on. But at least we don't have to worry about talking about cover chapters anymore. We just have you know Radio Luffy. (laughs) Luffy's got his own podcast. (laughs) Yeah, about time. Could have used that for our cover, hey. <laughs> our, our logo. <laughs> I was thinking about the uh, the how Luffy's shirt in uh, Film Red uh, has the has he's suspiciously wearing a shirt that looks like our logo. I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. All right, but into the chapter itself, Brooke is back and he's like, uh, you know, I, I I was severely injured, but I dragged myself to the kitchen to find salt. Where I discovered, where I discovered some milk, and after having some, I'm all better. yeah calcium ain't that fast acting (laughs) it's like no milk can heal broken bones (laughs) it's like oh Uh, my god that's i didn't realize oda (laughs) there's a gag from way later on that i really love that i was not realized i did not realize that was a callback to this (laughs) (laughs) and i love how every one of brooks every one of brooks's supposed dooms is just bone bone yes (laughs) (laughs) All right, so now that we have a plan, we got to get all this salt into Orza's mouth and then beat up Moria before morning comes in 30 minutes. We can do that. <laughs> sure, yeah. Man, it really, yeah, we got we got a time limit. Uh, we just, all right, we got to go. <laughs> yeah, and Moria's just like, all right, well, good luck. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to show you true nightmares. And Brooke is ready to fight alongside them. But uh, he's he's still quite beat up from his fight with Ryuma and getting punched by Or. So he's like, All so right, I, guess the, I guess the milk didn't quite uh, hit that fast. He needed a little bit more. But we get a combo attack from Frankie and Usopp. You, combining yeah, the special oil really star cool. and uh, creating a super size firebird, which uh, sets Or's on, uh, on fire. 
I feel like I often forget that Frankie can just breathe fire. <laughs> I do too, amazingly enough. Yeah. <laughs> but that's when Mori's like, hey, don't let it worry you. Those are those, you have no effect. It's just, you being afraid of fire is just lingering effects when you were alive. You're a zombie. Brush off, take him out. It's like, oh mm-hmm. crap. Meanwhile, Zoro cuts up a building and starts tossing, uh, like allowing Sanji to use a Jenga cannon to just yeah, he take out kicking the section. parts of the building. This these combos are so inventive. Yeah, they're, they're all really out there in a way that I just I love. It's freaking awesome and. Ors is, of course, able to punch him out of the way and uh, Robin coming to the rescue with her her, her arms and finding ways to uh, make it all work. And that's when they bring out a giant slingshot so they can launch Frankie straight at Ors uh, with his <laughs> cannon specially made from sea monsters and Neptunians. So oh he's ready to just take he's out more. He's packing enough. heat. <laughs> yeah, he is. Ready to take him out point blank. But yep. Ors is still too fast. Man, uh, Moria, he's a good mobile suit pilot. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Freaking Orz join the army. dodges away and then just <laughs> kicks Frankie straight into a building. Yeah, I kind of forgot how good. dangerous that Orz is. Or he's just, he's huge and fast. <laughs> yep, it's a stark reminder. Yeah. But he's stopped by the Thunderbolt tempo. Uh, Nami has finally rejoined the fight and good on her for not staying away she's like okay everything's secure. yeah all right yep i'm coming in the fight yeah got a you know kuma left <laughs> <laughs> and well, sanji's uh, just like hey that, that's nami is nami okay nami are you all right nami nami are you okay she's like stop shouting at me you want to tell me where i'm at <laughs> yeah of course sanji's too he has to ruin it he's too stupid <laughs> and that's when or is just like oh there she is Goes to use his gum gum. It's like, it's not going to reach her. So, yeah, this is our chance to get Frankie and get out of there. And his gum gum pistol actually stretches and reaches where she's at. And thankfully, Robin's able to save her from falling. I also like the small detail that she took the opportunity to change since she was back in the sunny. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I like that outfit, too. Yeah, all the, it looks like a, like a crown type thing. It almost kind of looks like the same symbol that Perona was wearing. Yeah, I can't quite... Did she take some of Perona's clothes since Perona loaded up all of her stuff? That's a... Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, and now <laughs> Perona's just poofed, so all right. All right, might as well just take her stuff. Yeah, has her wardrobe, her treasure. Yeah, she's good to go. <laughs> yeah. Although, of course, terrifyingly now, somehow... I, I don't know how Ors is able to stretch like that. I don't know if... Is that... Is that because Moria is piloting him or like, is he just like breaking his bones? I think it's because of Moria. Somehow Moria is able to make his body stretch, which I guess makes sense in some way that he's able to like dislocate and move. I guess if, Hey, if he was able to build a whole cockpit in there, you know what? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, the, the, the interesting thing here is that the progression of ores. And I don't think I realized this the first time I, I read this is just, how Oda is making Ors more and more of a threat. First, he's just big in a wild card. Then he's actually focused and takes out the crew. Then they start getting the upper hand on him because he is a wild card and doesn't really have any focus. So we give him focus. And then on top of that focus, we have him actually able to use gum gum moves in his own way. Yeah, it, it, I feel like even though well, how this fight continues to evolve will remain to be seen and it, you know, it might take too long or whatever. But so far, like... I feel like Oda's doing a really good job of 
keeping keeping the pace by like it's never just the same thing right like both both on oars and for the straw hats like the strategies have to keep evolving yeah and i i did not realize that the first time i played i felt like the pacing was off but here i i really i I get a better sense of what kind of pacing oda was going for because at at the time i remember just thinking like god they're still just fighting him he's like i keep thinking like oh he's just making excuses to make a draw out this fight but it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. like it this time yeah it doesn't feel like that at all either way we end off with luffy once again who's still trying to figure out where the heck he is but he come he came across other people he's like hey and they're like to him, like, okay, you're our only hope. We've been looking for someone like you. We're the Risky Brothers. Oh, well, that's where these guys come from. Underneath yeah. <laughs> of our captain, Lola the Proposer. Oh. <laughs> so was Lola, uh, she was a pirate? <laughs> I, I mean, it makes sense that, that, that yeah. all these, where all these shadows came from and why she's strong. So, And we end off with this interesting tease. We know the secret behind Moria's powers. We'll give you some tremendous power. So please, we want to help you beat him. I have a feeling we're going to see Luffy join the fray in the next set of chapters. Yeah, that seems pretty likely. And I'm I'm curious about what this power boost is going to be like. So I'm ready. I'm ready Ooh. for it. Yeah. But that's it. That's it mm-hmm. for the, the chapters. And yeah, I, I'm on the pro freaking Thriller Bark train now. This arc is good. <laughs> There's some, I like there's some it. missteps here and there, some jokes that don't land, some subject matter that doesn't age very well. But on the whole, I think we were wrong about Thriller Bark. <laughs> and I'm I'm willing to admit it. I, I'm willing to take the L. <laughs> yeah, completely. And, and taking the L in this case means reading more good One Piece content. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good feeling to take that L, I got to say. Yeah, yeah. And hey, you know... that. And that was sort of, I think, what I wanted to believe going into this arc. Because I just, I don't know if you feel this way, but just, you know, like, I, I'm i not the same person I was when I read One Piece for the first time in, like, 2012. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, just what I look for in stories, I feel, I feel like, has changed a lot. So I'm I'm able, that, that, in addition to taking it, you know, five chapters at a time, I feel like I'm able to, you know, stop and smell the flowers. Exactly. So yeah. I'm I'm right there with you, and I can appreciate this more. Where we're not going super fast, but it's a better pace, and you can. And I think the fact that we're doing this podcast helps us appreciate those little moments much better. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. But yeah, not too much more to go. It's it's crazy to think about. Yeah. And yeah, we're coming up on the end. That's, yeah. That's wild. It's weird. But with that, I believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 471 to 475 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And Brandon, where can everyone find you at? I'm at Brandon Bovia on Twitter, talking about uh, anime, manga, games, and my job. And uh, yeah, I think that's, that's basically it. I don't think I have anything in particular uh, I wanted to highlight. No worries. And hey, if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode ad-free three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 476 to 480 of One Piece. So until then, my friends, bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time.
you bail on us, Robin? We can afford the robot warrior Big Emperor! Betrayed by one of our own! Who'd have thought? Luffy never would have left us hanging like that, you know! Don't ever ask me to dock with you again. I'm serious.